Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to L Angel. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Angel Season 5 podcast, Trapped in Suburban Hell. Hell no. Hell no. Suburban hell isn't suburbia sort of hell already. Commentary from this episode. (laughs) (laughs) This is episode 17, Underneath. Why is it even called that? We'll get to that. Or will we? Original air date, April 14th, 2004. That's sick Tim Burton digs, like social commentary (laughs) coming in 2004. Oh, suburbia is its own hell. Waking up with your wife and your child, but you're the same as your neighbors. Except that there's no hairdressers, <laughs> and your hair's gotten so long that everyone hates you secretly. It looks so dumb. So dumb! Oh my god, I have a picture, we'll get to that. <laughs> Alright, Michaela, underneath, what do we have for a theme for this episode? Mm, like... The fact that it's called underneath is really now like I'm I'm really thinking about it mm-hmm. because I hadn't considered why it might be called that. It's called that because all of the things that the cast has been doing up until this point mm-hmm. has been a distraction from what's going on underneath. Right. Which is something that Lindsay almost says verbatim at the end of the episode. Also, the spooky place where Lindsay gets his heart ripped out every day is underneath his house. Correct. <laughs> Now, does any of this justify calling it underneath or indeed (laughs) making this episode this way? Yeah, like, I don't think it does. It doesn't have a theme, right? Like, (laughs) we were talking about this before the pod, but Wes and Illyria are doing their own thing and not interacting with any other cast members this entire episode, and neither of us know a single thing that they said. I actually did write down one of the things Illyria said, because I wanted you to say it in the Bane voice. I mean, yeah, I know that I need to do a lot of Bane voice while we've got Illyria, and it's not going to be super long, like we've only got a couple more weeks, but this episode I'm just like, Well, hello, Wes! (laughs) Spooky, spooky nonsense! Uh, Human Uh, forms are so limiting! Right? Like, it seems like they're having the exact same conversations that they've been having for an entire episode before this. Like, oh, you should leave if you don't like it here. Get away from me. Thing that looks like the woman I loved. And she's like, no. (laughs) Right. So, So at the end of the episode, to jump very forward, like, Gunn basically sacrifices himself because he feels like he deserves it. And he feels like he has these things to atone for. Mm-hmm. Whereas Lindsay was like, I don't deserve any of this shit. Is Lindsay even Southern? Who cares? <laughs> well, hell, I'm Lindsay the urban cowboy. He is an urban cowboy. And like, why is Eve here? <laughs> when they started giving her exposition again, I was like, fuck it. Fuck. Fuck this. Fuck everything. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. So yeah, atonement might be a theme. I'd say it's a weak one. It's weak, yeah. Especially given that Wes and Illyria are not talking about atonement, really. No. Wes feels guilty, sure, but like he's not atoning for things, really. No. He's just mad that Illyria's here and Fred isn't. And does Gunn even have that much to like, why is he sacrificing himself? Is is that really atonement for what he's done? It's a great question. (sighs) And no... But I think he just feels like he needs to pay in some way, and this is a way to pay. And then if that's the theme, why is 
Eve in this episode so much because they've got to cram a bunch of exposition in to like set us up for some plot because we still don't have real plot up in this bitch until the end. Yeah, and even at, oh, even then, even then it's oh, it's thin. so thin. Yeah, it's thin as both. Okay, so we don't really have a theme going forward, but that's fine. Not every episode needs a theme, right? It's it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that two of our cast members are just doing their own thing and we can't remember anything they said is concerning. At least Lauren got to do more stuff. Lauren did get to you do know? more stuff. Oh my goodness. So much more. We start out and Angel is in the conference room no. alone. He's like, where is everyone? We get this whole like Wes and Illyria are doing their own thing. Gun's still in the hospital. And Lauren is MIA since the whole Fred thing. And I'm like, no. Did you just write him out of the episode with that one line? And like... Most of the time, the answer would be yes. But then he's here. So much. He's here so much, so and I'm so happy. Much. Super happy. Super happy. Uh, so so Harmony flounces into Angel's very empty conference room. I've called this picture main cast because I don't know if you noticed that Mercedes McDab- McNabb was added to the credits. I did not. So the credits changed this episode, and I think partially because they basically wanted Illyria. Yeah, to we've be got a lot of Illyria. <laughs> shots of Illyria. They're like, we're not pretending that Fred's coming back anymore. Nope. <laughs> it's Illyria now. Yeah, and then Mercedes McNabb was in there. The wiki said that they did this because they found out they were being cancelled. So they're like, we don't have to commit to this! Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, like, I mean, she's kind of the only female cast member. Again, Illyria is, like, part of the <laughs> team. So, like, she kind of counts. Can you imagine? What would you have done? Would it have been the end of this podcast if they added Eve to the main credits? <laughs> oh my god. I had such the moment earlier in this season where I was like, maybe she's just gone forever. Forever. You but hoped. no. And then, yeah, Severely. if she was part of the main cast, That'd are you it. fucking kidding? Be it. <laughs> she has to be in every episode. Oh my Hilarious. Goodness. Right, but Harmony's here. She's got her cute suit jacket. She's got her very pink shirt. Her outfits really are very one tone all the time. <laughs> yeah. But like it works and like her hair is a lot better than it has been other times. I'm happy to see her be part of the main cast. Yeah. She's been so almost part of the main cast mm-hmm. this entire season. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they've really ramped it up now that they killed Cordelia and turned Fred into, again, not a character. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So gotta have at least one woman there. So Angel is not entirely alone oh. in the conference room because Spike shows up. <laughs> uh. With his very important briefcase. I've called it serious business. It's so good. He just, he's got his leather jacket on. Yeah. His same outfit as always, but he's added a briefcase because he's now part of the team. Right, and he's coming to the meeting. He wants to take it seriously. And he pulls out a beer from the briefcase. <laughs> it's such great Spike stuff. And like... I like that Spike and Angel are, like, they've sort of accepted that they have this, like, little working relationship now. And when they're on their little team, I just love it. This is what we want from this show, yeah. right? It's Angel and Spike being sort of background Japes characters. Japes. That can, like, jump yeah. into the action whenever they need to. When Spike is talking about, like, you know, where's the gang? And he's like, oh no, what do I call them? They're not the Scoobies, are they? That's great. And then he's like, you'd want to be Angel's Avengers or something. Angel's Avengers, that's... And Angel is so pleased with he this name. Loves oh, it. he loves the name so much. He like he pretends that he thinks it's dumb, but you can tell that he just thinks it's so cool. And you're just like, that's so lame. Oh, I love it. 
I also felt really fucking prescient with the gangle. Yeah, no, you you called this. They got to this point and they were like, oh no, we've never had a name. How did it take four and a half seasons? Yeah, someone's here, they're writing for Spike and they want to say Scoobies. And they're like, wait <laughs> a minute, we don't have a snappy name. <laughs> uh, so Angel is still V-sad about Fred, but he has a plan, Michaela. He sure does. He's going to find out what it is that the senior partners really want. Yeah, he's like, I need to find out their plan. And you're like, do they have a plan? What makes you think they have a plan? <laughs> this is something that we are told and must simply accept. Accept it, yeah. It, they have a plan, Michaela. We've been told about it. They've got a plan and everything they've been doing so far is a smokescreen for their real plan. Smokescreen. And then like that turns out to be true. But of course it does because it's Cause the I, writers. I guess. They're gaslighting us. And they're doing it poorly. They are. Because every time anyone talked about the senior partner's plan in this episode, I was just like, what? Can we talk about the senior partners and exposition about them? Yeah. Because this episode is like, fuck. We've <laughs> set up Wolfram and Hart as a spooky organization in the past four seasons. Yeah. That's cool. We had some like faces for them. We had Lila. We had Lindsay. That's all good. We had enough and like we could hint at the senior partners. Right. This season, we're all senior partners this, senior partners that. Yeah. But we don't know anything about them. And this is the writers talking. Like the writers have no clue what no. the senior partners are or do or look like or what their intentions are. And so this episode's like, aha, we have realized that these are good questions. <laughs> we don't have answers on them yet. Yet. But we will be making those by next week. Give us one week. And we'll fix it out. Yeah. So we're going to tell you a bunch of vague, spooky things about how there is a plan. It's a big one. I love it. Because Angel is like interrogating Eve. He's like, what are the what are the senior partners? And she's like, the senior partners? You think I know what the senior partners are? It's all compartmentalized in my head for some reason. How would I know what they are? I'm just their liaison. And he's like, what does that mean? And she's like, I don't know. I've forgotten. <laughs> At one point, she's like, they made me. And you're like, and you still? You don't. What'd they make you out of? <gasps> cardboard. Cardboard. They just animated some fucking cardboard. And they were like, there we go. Honestly, I'd watch that so much sooner than I would watch this the person. show? Yeah. If she was literally just like a cardboard cutout that talked. That'd be so good. Hilarious. That'd be fantastic. Yep. It's pretty spooky, you know? Yeah. Speaking of spooky. Oh. The gangle's like, hey, we <laughs> want to know about the senior partner's plan. Let's go find out from the person who probably knows about them, the liaison to them, Eve. And I'm like, boo, thumbs down. Thumbs fully down. But there's a spooky person coming to get Eve. Ooh. And I had forgotten everything that you told me. As them. you do. In classic David fashion, yeah. you know? In one yeah. ear, out the other. Steel trap, etc. Steel trap. Yeah. And so they show him now, right? Mm -hmm. I, my picture is from much later, but we can just we can just hit it now. Adam Baldwin is here, motherfuckers. <laughs> the hero of Canton. <laughs> Oh, uh, he is very clean shaven. He yes. in his very nice suit. Mm. And it's interesting, like, he's, he does speak eventually. Not for a long time. But his voice is, like, it's he's still got a bit of a southern yeah. kind of twang going on. But it's just, like, civilized or something. <laughs> Not to Not say... Not like the regular yeah, southern folk. Oh, yeah, mm, word choices. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get it. He's put on a refined voice or a more refined yeah. voice than he does for Jane. Yeah, which in makes a big sense. Way. Yeah. 
Love it. His name is Marcus. Marcus Hamilton. Marcus Hamilton. Yeah. So I don't need to keep calling him Jane, which was the only thing I could call him through all my notes. That was fast enough. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, so he's here Marcus. and he seems to just, well, okay. Eve says that he wants to kill her. I don't know if she says those exact words. I think she says a lot of technically correct things. Probably. Were we listening? No. No. Now, this is the episode where the writers of Angel were like, hmm, you know? Sorry, wait, no, I, I've got a better voice than that. Well, we've been making the character of Eve too likable, I think. So this episode, we can really turn that on its head and make the, the audience really begin to not sympathize with her. We'll make her less likable, said the writers. And I was like, I didn't think that was possible. But and here yet, we are. Here we are. Here we are. She will say that Adam Baldwin is like a spooky guy. He's going to do bad things. In fact, he's the new liaison. Yeah. And that's great because it means she's fucking out. God, I hope so. No, like, it doesn't mean She's that. still here with Lindsay. And like... I just don't buy anything about their relationship at all. <laughs> like, Lindsay isn't trying to sell it. No. He's like, oh, I'm tired, so I'll sleep on you. But hey, you fucking suck. Right? And like, the whole time you're just like, you only were after her because she's the liaison to the senior partners who you apparently want to know more things about. This, again, makes 100% sense to me. And like, I am still waiting for him to betray Eve. Yes, but it still hasn't it happened. It still hasn't happened. And then Eve's mortal now and he's mocking her about that. And she's just like, uh but I still love you. And you're like, do, do you? you? Why? How? <laughs> Where? <laughs> All excellent questions. <laughs> Incredibly excellent. Yeah. Confusing. Yeah. We're happy to have Adam Baldwin around though. He's here. He's... Seems like a much better liaison. Right. He doesn't get much to say, no. but what he does get to say is so beautifully laced with business jargon. Yeah. He, what is it? Oh, I have some excellent ideas I can't wait to share. This is my house. The only ideas that matter are mine. Oh, absolutely. That's the policy. The senior partners are behind you 100%. I doubt that. I'm looking forward to working myself into the mix. And you can just imagine him delivering really any line at all to be so much more engaging than Eve. <laughs> Listen, we're just saying there's a reason that Joss hasn't picked up Sarah Thompson in any of his other projects. Right? Because that's what he does if he likes you. Yeah. Yeah. This was Adam Baldwin's tryout and it succeeded. Yeah. And, like, it makes sense that there'd be a new liaison. Because, again, Eve betrayed the senior partners. And, like, all she gets for it is that she has to sign away her immortality. She will one day die. Holy crap. The senior partners. This is the real theme of this episode. <laughs> the senior partners have no idea how to fucking punish anyone. No. For people... Uh, beings as evil as they are supposed to be. Yeah. They send Lindsay to a suburban hell where once a day he gets a spooky thing happen to him and then forgets about it. This is the thing, right? Like, clearly he's being tortured over and over again. Blah, blah, blah. Heart cut out. But then, yeah, he forgets. He forgets everything. And he has, like, a nice morning with his fam. Yeah. And then, sure, that morning ends in a bad place. But, like... The, the the idea that this is a holding area yeah. for people that the senior partners don't know what to do with That's is crazy. insane. You yeah. put you put them in the hell of fire or the hell of stubbed toes at least. Like something interesting that is kind of amusing. Yeah. Illyria will talk about how like 
people were just slaughtered to make the demons laugh. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Why is that not the holding area? That's the default until you figure out what should happen to him. And like, why do they not know what's going to happen to him? He was working directly against them, wasn't he? Or I guess he was working against Angel, and then they're okay with that, kind of? No, but also them. Yeah. He didn't like them. Yep. (laughs) All right. We can get back into this episode. (laughs) Lorne! Lorne's here! He's here! (laughs) He is a gloomy fellow. He's giving us a little glimpse into what it is to be the heart of the group, because the heart never shows sadness. Not to the team. Yes. To this random bartender. For sure. Yes. Hell yeah. And, like, it's interesting, too, that this is Lorne's life. You know, everyone wants something from him. Like, sure, this bartender is listening to him, although doing, like, a pretty bad job of it, honestly. But, like, because the bartender's just like, oh, no, 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 like, read my aura. Tell me if, like, this thing in my life is going to go good for me. And then when Lauren starts talking about himself, the guy's like, "Mm, not really interested in that. Here, drink. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Lauren's going through some shit because, like, he really blames himself for what happened to Fred because he, he misread Knox. See what yeah, Knox was all about. Yeah. So it's bad times for Lauren. It's very sad. I've called my picture of him polka power. Oh. Because of his dots. Oh, he's got such nice polka dots on his shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. He's looking great. We'll see a lot more of Lauren and we're very excited about that because he's got some great fucking lines this episode. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> he is a, a fun character even when he's being morose. So Angel goes into full emergency mode, and he's like, seal the exits. We can't have anyone getting in or going out. The office is closed. Full lockdown. And everyone watching is like, when has that ever worked? And then Harmony says that, and you're like, this is why she's on this show. This is why she's a main cast member. Someone needs to fucking say it. Yeah. She's like, the lockdown it never is useless. Works. <laughs> and it doesn't work. Again, I As actually... As usual... I would actually like to go and see if we can quickly enumerate which episodes it doesn't work in. <laughs> okay, we did a quick count. There's six of the 17 episodes. That's high. Where it definitely That's happens. a high percentage. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> so much. <laughs> and it, it gets pretty egregious in a few instances. Definitely in lineage, of course. Sam Lawson, I think, is worse. <laughs> Sam Lawson's terrible. Because <laughs> isn't that like after hours too? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the middle of the night and i get it they work all the time whatever and he's just a fucking vampire at least if you're a robot ninja yeah you know sure (laughs) good times so yes it's not gonna work it never works no 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 that's okay angel goes to visit gun just basically a send-off almost of like hey make sure that we have the legal footing to protect eve because for some reason we want her around (laughs) basically And then, like, interspersed through all of this, we've just got Fred, Fred and Wes yeah. doing their thing. And, like, in this time, in this instance, it's a dream where it's a bunch of prophecy-style nonsense that both Wes and Fred are saying. And then he wakes up and it's Illyria, and it's just, like, <laughs> Illyria saying Cthulian Lovecraftian nonsense. And Wes being like, yes, humans are dumb, but also kind of cool when you think about it. And also, I've been drunk for 24 hours straight. <laughs> Because all he's just been doing is sitting in a chair and drinking whiskey. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got one particular thing written down that I would love to hear in the Bane voice. In my time, nightmares walked among us. <laughs> is that approximately what you wanted? That was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of shit that she's spewing, yeah. right? It's incredibly Lovecraftian. Where she's just like, this world sucks. And Wes is like, so leave. She's like, I can't. Aren't we an odd couple? <laughs> 
It's so that, though. It's not that in tone, but it's, like, in the meta style, it is that. That's what's happening. Uh, We're forced to work together. (laughs) I mean, the revelation that at one point in the past, Wes called Illyria a A smurf. smurf? Hilarious. Very funny. And, like, Alexis Denisov does this face of, like... I don't remember that, but wouldn't it be great if both of us just thought that was a hilarious happenstance and you didn't murder me over it? Because I think it's truly funny. Right. Yeah, and like, I mean, Illyria definitely has the ability to deliver some very serious lines in a way that like can be kind of silly, depending on what she's saying. And one world with nothing but shrimp. I tired of that one quickly. Oh god, they've got the callback yeah. to Superstar this episode. Good god. Holy shit. Deep. Season 5 of Buffy. Deepest That's cuts. like four years ago on a different show. <laughs> and yet they're talking about the world that's made entirely of shrimp. Yeah, yeah. And like giving that line to Illyria honestly is great. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. She has the knowledge. She's been there. She didn't like it. And she just says that also plainly in a way that like is... Like, not even funny. Just, like, amusing, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, this is all they're going to do. Later, they'll, like, stand on a roof, and she'll be like, it's, there's more space. Why do you build rooms with walls? (laughs) And you're like, we're in Canada, you fuckers. It gets really cold. We can't just be outside. Yeah. I don't know. (sighs) I don't know. So Angel and Spike decide to interrogate Eve, sadly not using Harmony. As I alluded to, she's got nothing. She knows nothing. She has no concrete information. She's just like, uh, maybe if you talk to my boyfriend, he was really cool. Uh, he knows a lot about the senior partners and we are really serious. So you'd better not hit me or he'll be mad. And then he like won't tell you anything about the senior partners because he'll like see where you hit me. This is the perfect time to employ this voice. God, I hate your bitchy voice. <laughs> what have we been doing this whole time? Oh my God, we're oh, fools. We're so Stupid, all right. Well, it imbues her with too much personality, it right? It does. No, like, she doesn't have that amount of... Mop, googly eyes, apple. <laughs> Cardboard mop. <laughs> yeah. And, like, at this point, when she's just like, well, like, I don't know, but Lindsay does. You're like, does he, though? I don't think he does. He doesn't. And she's like, oh, but I totally know, like, where you can find him. He's in, like, one of the hell's suffering horrors. And as Michelle eloquently put it, more like suffering whores. Because <laughs> we smash cut to Lindsay in bed with an attractive lady. Yeah, and you're just like, this doesn't seem too bad. I mean, yeah, obviously it's it's worse than that. It's a bit worse. It's not that, it's not much. that much worse. He forgets almost everything yeah. that has happened. I mean, he's got to teach his stupid kid the same shit about the lithosphere lithosphere every day and like that sucks sure yeah that's that's a real hell it's a real hell yep wow you gotta pick up that same skateboard every day you know and this is my picture no hairdressers (laughs) the fact that Lindsay still has this hair oh it's longer it was not this long before he's just been letting it grow they're like you do you man you know however long you want your hair to be We'll just put that in the show. People will love it. It's not actually a mullet because it's not shorter at the front, but it's it so, is all swept back. It's so straight. 
I think it's unnaturally straight. It could just be his hair. I don't fucking know. It looks awful, no matter what. It's they shouldn't just, let him on TV like this. Ugh, yeah. So Gunn shows up and he's like, I figured out which hell he's in. No big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm very useful, despite the fact that I was recently hospitalized and have just gotten out of there, but that's fine. And then it's like, oh, we'll just we'll just go there together. No big deal. Yeah, and yeah. Maybe we'll take the self-driving Camaro. <laughs> Jeez. It'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll... I don't know, drive through the forgotten roads and then end up here. This like, you know, car that seems to drive between dimensions or something. And Gun's like, oh, you didn't know that the Camaro could do this? And you're like, no. No, (laughs) unexplained that. Shouldn't you have shared that information before? I mean, I guess they need a fast way to just like get here. Because we don't have a lot of time this season. I think that's the theme of this episode. We don't have a lot of time this season. Yeah, yeah. We better make it count. And we only have space for like two or three Monster of the Weeks between now and then. Yeah. Yep. So Lindsay doesn't like going into the basement. Blah, blah, Lies in this holding area. Self-driving car. Illyria does her thing. The Camaro arrives at Lindsay's house. Yeah, they're making plans. They're they're talking about how they're going to get to the house. I will say that when Gunn just like opens the door... And Spike and Angel both freak Power out. Power in the sun. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, nothing's happening. Yeah, it's Gun's like, obviously not. It's a different dimension. And like, it it makes sense. And it's vampire lore that like going in the sunlight hurts you. But it feels just so clunky where they're like, okay, we can, well, we can just cover our heads with our coats and run in and that'll be fun. I'm like, no, you don't have to exposit about this right now. I don't care. Right. It, yeah, no I don't one care cares. At all. Yeah. Just, just get out. We won't even bat a fucking eye at this point. Yeah, just have you know, just have Angel be like, "Wait, gun, don't open that. The sun will ah." And then mm-hmm. you know, gun opens it. Hey, don't open that. It's an alien planet. Is there air? You don't know. You don't have to go through this whole rigmarole. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. They get in. They t- ask about Lindsay and his lovely wife Ruth or something. I don't know. Spike just like straight up checks her out. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> She invites them in. She's like, oh, you must be work friends or something. Who knows? So, like, it was at this point, for whatever reason, I just was like, how short is Christian Kane? And this is the point at which this just becomes a height cast. Christian Kane who plays Lindsay. Yeah. So, earlier in the episode, I actually had had a moment where I'm like, how tall is J. August Richards? Mm. And then I just became obsessed with everyone's heights for whatever reason. So surprisingly, and I, I never noticed this discrepancy before, but David Boreanaz is 6'1", and James Marshers is 5'9". And wow. like, that's a lot more inches between them than I would have ever guessed. Yeah. So first of all, they're either shooting James Marshers in a way that he looks a very similar height to David Boreanaz, or he's just got huge lifts on. <laughs> a lot of the time they're far apart, although I'm interested to go back and like check out when they're side by side fighting Drogon or going after Drogon's yeah. tree. Like, do because they look that much different? That's like that's a big enough difference that it should be noticeable. Mm-hmm. Because when when Gun is right beside Angel, Gun is six three, Angel six one, and I I had a moment where I was like, oh, Gun's much taller than yeah. Angel, and like obviously much taller than Spike, but I I still felt like Spike and Angel were kind of the same. So they're doing something to make James Marsters. It must be in his contract. Distinctly <laughs> right? possible. I'll yeah. be on this show if you make me the same height as David Boreanaz. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a Spike move too. Acting. Christian Kane is 5'9". He's the same height as James Marsters, but looks so much shorter than everyone because he has a bad contract. (laughs) He does. He's allowed to have this hair. He's allowed to be shot in these ways that make him look tiny. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, when uh, when Spike, Angel, and Gunn 
show up and, and, you know, they're talking to Lindsay, who doesn't remember them. No. They're like, Angel's like, I'm Angel. This is Spike and Gun. And you're like, these are the names that you're telling him? Why would you tell him these names? (laughs) These are not normal names. And you've shown up with two men dressed in leather (laughs) trench coats. (laughs) leather trench coats and then gun just like in his, his hoodie, hoodie. Yeah, his ho- <laughs> so post-hospital hoodie yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so Lindsay doesn't know anything eve's worried about getting killed blah blah, blah. she should be she should be very worried about getting killed because adam baldwin shows up <laughs> the security did not work at all no nope. and punches straight through a man and to be honest when he punches straight through a man you're like the security probably wouldn't have worked on him you know? Do they not have better security? They're Wolfram and Hart, for God's sake. He is the new liaison, though. Although, I guess he technically isn't because she hasn't signed the papers yet. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. 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 Garbage. Fuck it. I, the shot of Eve, Lorne, and Harmony all screaming together, Home Alone style, <laughs> yeah. as they see this happen. This <laughs> great stuff, yeah. Very perfect. And, yeah. again, it like... It's this visual that cements Harmony as being a main cast member in a way that she wouldn't have been shown in, like, shot in that way before. Yeah. She wouldn't have been in this much of the episode before. No. Because especially once you have Lorne here, this is the thing. I always felt like before they were, like, changing out Harmony and Lorne. Yes. You You have one or the other. And, like, you can have both guys. Yeah. You could just put everyone in the scene. I think they play off each other very well. They do. Yeah. A little harmonica, you know? So, Lindsay's got this mind control amulet on, Angel gets it off of him, and then (laughs) everyone starts shooting. Hilarious. The wife starts shooting a machine gun at them. The ice cream truck driver starts shooting at them. Mailman. The mailman. The child brings a gun downstairs. I mean, I was expecting the child to have a gun. Then when he showed up, I was like, this is everything I wanted. So, I have a picture that I've called How Many Pillows? Because they leave behind... (laughs) Many couches, which are great at taking bullets. And then there's just so many feathers flying through the air. And, like, the amount of feathers that are on David Boreanaz. <laughs> like, it's just a gag, right? Yeah. It's a, it starts out and it's like, oh, no, the wife has a gun. And everyone jumps behind a thing. Yeah. And then it just goes into this overly long gag of yeah. them running away. The two vampires getting shot a so lot. So many times. Gun not getting shot, thankfully. And, like, Lindsay not getting oh, shot. Oh, yeah, whatever. Spike's back gets, like, really messed up. <laughs> But it's this overly long gag. And they can just keep finding furniture to duck behind. Like, at one point, Angel has to run straight at the wife while while she shoots him. And, like, yeah, he just goes for it. And he's, like, punching her and stuff. And you're just like, this is very silly. Oh, it's so silly. It's great. But it's fun, you know? Also, I loved it when they had to, like, the kid had to eat it. (laughs) I mean, he's not probably a real child. And, like, again, he has a machine gun. So they have to, like, throw him against a wall. (laughs) So they spy the door to the cellar. They're like, we can get out through that, probably. Lindsay's like, I've got unspecified bad feelings about the cellar. And they're like, definitely cellar. Definitely cellar. (laughs) So they go down to the cellar. It'll be fine. That's fine. For some reason, in order to get away, Lorne and Eve get in an elevator. Yeah. And you're like, where are your... Where your safety protocols? Don't get in the elevator, you dummies. Don't get in the elevator. No. So yeah, Harmony's been knocked out. Sad face. Sad face. But Lauren and Eve are getting away so far, and that's yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> the cellar, as we said, <laughs> full of hearts. Full of hearts. There's All a of whole Lindsay's. Pile, man. Yeah. When Spike picks up one of the hearts. And then, like, he's just looking at it. It's all yeah. good. He finds that it's Lindsay's, and suddenly, he's so awkward about it. He's like, oh, oh, no. 
Oh, it's your heart? Oh! Like, that's... <laughs> that's the line? That's one of his previous hearts? And Spike's like, oh, gross! <laughs> it's just awkward, I guess, I guess. To, like, yeah. yeah, eat someone's heart if they're standing right there. Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. Anyway, what's been cutting out his heart all this time? It's some sort of chain devil fellow. He's like a big old chainy Urukai, mm. honestly. Mm-hmm. I just get so many Lord of the Rings vibes. It's 2004. Yeah, you know? there's a reason. There's a reason. They've been watching those movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, because Weta Workshop would be very influential at that point. So it's a lot of special effects studios yeah. either started by people who have worked there temporarily yeah. or, like, done some work on them or just trying to imitate that style, right? Because they're like, it's so cool. It's, it's so really cool. cool. And it won them a lot of Oscars. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> practice that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to get recognized. This fight against the Chain Devil is exciting. Doesn't really go well for them. For anyone? For I mean, anyone. the Chain Guy is doing great. He's, He's fine. There's so many chain noises. Mm. So many. And I get it. He's covered in chains. You know? Yeah. Every time he moves, it's just like, chain, chain, chain. <laughs> <laughs> ching, 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 ching. <laughs> So Gunn sees this as happening. He's like, okay, I know how to solve it. Picks up the amulet and he's like, I'm going to take Lindsay's place. I knew going into this that I would, someone would have to stay behind. And you're like, now, writers? Is this, is this how we say goodbye to J. August Richards? Not forever. No? No. But you know what? It's still dumb. Yep, it's dumb. Because whenever you have a group of superhero main characters who have been able to get through anything up until now, killing someone by, like, pulling an Illyria on them is one thing. Yeah. Having them stay behind because they had some piece of information that they didn't share until now just feels empty and flat. So I will say that the fact that he didn't share it till now does give him all the power in like making this decision on his own mm-hmm. which is what he wanted right he wanted to have to be in this position because he feels like he's paying for what he did blah 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 and like at this point what else are they going to do but you're thinking about it from a character perspective sure. i'm thinking about it from a meta perspective yeah where it's lazy <laughs> but i just want to do the writer's job for them you do you know and you do an admirable job <laughs> i've got a lot of practice <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's just like, oh, I have to stay behind. I'm making the sacrifice play. Blah, 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 blah. And like, Angels, he doesn't really fight it that much. They don't have time. I guess they don't have time. And like, Spike's like, you're letting him stay. Sorry. Oi, you're letting him stay? <laughs> Why wouldn't you let me stay? Yeah. I mean, can you remove a vampire's heart over and over? Question mark. I don't know. It seems like it should kill him. Maybe. I don't know. Walnut. Dried up walnut. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Dogun stays behind, and they all jump through some fire very dramatically. Yep. Bye. Now, now Lauren and Eve, gotta go back to them briefly. Oh, yeah. Because they have arrived in the basement. They're gonna take a car, <laughs> and Lauren's like, We're gonna go to Canada. <laughs> And so he, good. He has a line, which is my rose for the episode, wow. which is, You like him and a lot to deserve it. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, Canadians love to hear Canada mentioned, like yeah. remembered. We're, We're like, ooh. Yeah, oh, look at us. <laughs> we are here. Yeah. <laughs> well, America's hat getting mentioned again. Look at us go. I, but uh, <laughs> it's so good because, yeah, everyone loves fucking fleeing across the border. Oh, yeah. The border oh. will always stop everything, right? Everything. You know, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
to their credit, they didn't try to go to Mexico this time. True. Which is where they always try to go. I mean, it's closer than Canada. Why not go to Mexico? It's so much closer. I mean, maybe that's why. Further oh, away. Oh, yeah, there yeah, you just go. figured it out. <laughs> I love it when he tries to, you know, get the, some keys for the car. And he opens this, like, cabinet, and there's just so many keys in it. There's this gag, this extended <laughs> gag of him, like, pressing the button to make it flash, yeah. and then just looking around the parking garage to see which yeah. one they have. Oh, fun stuff. So they're about to get away, or try to, at least, and who should arrive on the hood of their car but everyone who escaped from hell? Um, question mark. The waiting area. Yep. Anyway, it's they're back. Angel, Spike, and Lindsay. They're right. back. Woo! Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean... And then at that point, not everyone fits in the car, so everyone gets out of the car. Now we're all just in the parking garage, and then Adam Baldwin shows up because he's like, "I took the elevator, you guys did, and uh, I'm just." I thought he took the stairs. Maybe he took the stairs. Yeah. Either way, he's real close behind them because yep. they didn't go very far. No. Yeah. So he's here. He's like, "Hey, I'm the new liaison. I'm not gonna kill anyone. I'm in fact quite a nice person. Well, no, I am putting on the front of being quite a nice person." God, when he makes Eve sign those papers, and Angel's like, oh, I thought you said you were going to die. And Eve's like, uh, now one day I will. Yeah, I will <laughs> die. And, like, I'm really not looking forward to that. I've got, like, what, 70 more years? I was immortal before. I was immortal before. You may not know, but, like, the senior partners made me. I'm uh, like, I forget what they look like. They're, yeah. like, very spooky, though. My boyfriend, he knows all about them. Does he? We're he's about very, to fucking find out. He's very smart. Yeah, he probably knows a lot. <laughs> so, does Lindsay know a lot about the senior partners? Was it worth it, Michaela? When he says to them that this isn't just any old apocalypse, it's the apocalypse. And that's about it. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what we doing here? <laughs> Show. This is why we gave up gun. This is why. So this fuck could tell us nothing. It's such a weird way to structure an episode because it leaves us not on a cliffhanger because it's not like, oh, Fenris is coming. <laughs> the world eater. Right. Right? Yeah. Like we don't have any specifics because the writers fully need a week to think about what's happening. Right. It's not like someone's <laughs> going to be a giant snake. No. You know? No, they, have, no... they do not have a plan. Man, the mayor had such a great plan. It's such a great plan. Oh, man. <laughs> and the writers knew what his plan was from a time. season before. The whole fucking time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and now it's like, oh, the apocalypse. Well, howdy there. The apocalypse <laughs> is coming, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be spooky. The, the apocalypse. apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, and you're not going to be ready this time, I, I bet you. Yeah. Boy, sure howdy. As, sure as pancakes. <laughs> something, something, redheaded stepchild. <laughs> wow, deep cut. Deep cut. Those gorgeous. <laughs> Lyle and Tector. Uh, so, yeah, unspecified. Yeah. It's all been a smokescreen up until now. So this is a smokescreen. Gonna have an apocalypse. Have the apocalypse, I guess. And yeah, Lindsay's really like, you boys think you were just sitting here running this here firm for nothing? Well, they was distracting you. <laughs> was they? I don't know. <laughs> and then we get a final scene, which just leaves a bad taste in the mouth. Yeah. If you're me, at least. I don't know how you felt about it. But it's just Gunn going through the exact same suburban wake up get his kid ready, go down to the cellar bit that we saw from Lindsay before. And like, yeah. this is the perfect time to put a twist on it. It's like, oh, here's how the situation has changed. Here's 
here's how we explain away your awkwardly white child. Oh, it's such a... Yeah, you're just like, that's a very white child. And like, sure, your wife is white. That's great. But I just... It's unlikely. Unlikely. It seems unlikely. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's time to have some twist on it. Oh, 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 I want to write the twist. Okay. Okay, okay. The chain demon's his wife. <gasps> yes! Oh my god, yes! Holy shit, no one would have seen that coming. And it would provide a reason for this entire scene being yeah. included in the episode. Because yeah. right now... It's like, yeah, we knew that was happening to Gunn. Yep, it's it was clear. made incredibly clear. Like, that's why he stayed behind. Showing it isn't like, oh, look, now, now the exact thing is happening. We're like, yeah, no, we, we, we got it. He put the necklace on. Like, yeah, he was very. He clear. put the necklace on and then forgot and then was called upstairs by his wife. That is it. That's where that's you it. leave it. Yeah. You don't have to do this like forty-five second scene. No. Of nonsense? Nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where we end. Michaela, do you like this episode? It's a confusing episode. It's a very confusing episode. Yeah. Not bad. Again, I just didn't have a bad time. But, like... But, like, whenever Eve is here, you're just like, still... <laughs> she's still here! And she's still here at the end of the episode. Oh, my God. Like, honestly, you know how I would have ended this episode? Lindsay kills Eve. Yes! 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 Like, that's the end. Because she's no longer immortal. He's like, well, you're useless to me now. He's escaped from hell. kills her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he calls her away. He's like, oh, honey, you know, stay back while the rest of people go over to a different conference Uh room. Like, I want to make out with you or something. And then fucking kills her. Yeah. And then when everyone's like, where do you go? No, wait. No one would ever say that. gets away with it scot-free because no one gives a fuck about Eve. <laughs> Guess what? She knew nothing and she was very clear about that. <laughs> like, we used to dislike Xander. <laughs> and now we have Eve. Right? It was never to this extent. No. no. We didn't know how good we had we it. We did not know. Xander was just really creepy and didn't contribute. Remember when we hated Adam because he had yeah. no plan? He had such a plan oh, comparatively. Such a plan. <laughs> No, absolutely kill Eve to end this episode. Yeah, that would have made it better. a lot better. It could have been about like that relationship to some extent, this entire episode. Because Lindsay's in a place where he's in a committed relationship. He's forgotten a little bit, but like maybe we explore that. Sure. We explore how Eve feels about Lindsay because that's not exposition. No. So maybe she can deliver that. She's got feelings, yeah. Yeah. Lindsay pushes her off the roof, whatever, you know. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. oh, he comes up from behind her, hugs her. Kisses her on the cheek and then just remorseless pushes her off. Yeah. Expression like doesn't change. No, I love it. That's what I want to watch. Not a bad episode. Just like very directionless. Yeah. Sorry, it has a direction, but it needs to go from point A to point B and it can't do anything else. And then when it gets to point B, it's not a revelation. No, it's like point A, point five, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's something. (laughs) (laughs) We're on the road to B. We're going to get there. We promise. I would not be surprised if they have us arrive at point B early in next episode, though. Because that's how they like to structure it. It's like, we don't reveal anything. And then the next episode is like, okay, we got some exposition coming up. We're going to do it. And yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Anyway, not bad. I think Lindsay wins the episode because he's not in hell anymore. He's got his girlfriend back. So, you know, <laughs> making killer at his leisure, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, he wasn't even in that bad of a hell to begin with. So mm-hmm. he super wins because, yeah, he got sucked through a hell portal and it turned out it wasn't that bad. Turned out it wasn't got that bad. fitted with a magic amulet. Right? Yeah. NBD. NBD. Obviously, Lauren's Polka Power shirt is the best outfit. Fuck yeah. We got some Rose and Thorn coming up. We got some Rose and Thorn coming up. My Rose, as I said earlier, is Lauren implying that Canada is full of deserters <laughs> and thus Eve would really enjoy it. <laughs> I like that for a number of reasons. Oh, it is delightful. It really is. I think I think my rose is going to be everyone whipping out those machine guns. It's real fun. <laughs> it's real good. You know? <laughs> yeah. They're still doing action really well. The and action is so good. It's action combined with comedy yeah, here. Yeah. And it's Spike and Angel Japes, right? When they leap behind the second sofa, <laughs> it is like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> it's just what we do now. And yeah, I mean, I really just want Angel and Spike to like hang out and, yeah. and like be bros. It's so cute. And him pulling out the fucking briefcase and then pulling the beer out oh, of it and cracking it in the serious board meeting. So fun. Yeah. Uh, my thorn is Eve being like brought back into the cast and it's for the flimsiest of reasons and it, like we're made to dislike her even more because her entire role this episode is being so incredibly self-serving yeah it's like oh you know i don't want to become non-immortal so um i'm just gonna lead us all on this pointless side plot yeah and like they basically say, okay, you can come with us if you tell us stuff. They take her away. She's like, I actually don't know anything. It's all locked away in my head. And then they let her hang around and then just give her to Jane. Just be like, hey, she's yours. Yeah. She's proven herself to be 100% useless. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. A lot of people should kill Eve this episode. Yeah, no and does. no one does. Zero people kill her. My thorn for this episode is the phrase, the apocalypse. <laughs> because I was furious when I heard him say that. I'm just like, this is the biggest cop-out I've ever heard. It is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, because it doesn't tell us anything. Many things have been implied to be world-level threats before. Yeah. Maybe even universe-level. Like, Glory was probably universe-level. Yeah, yeah, right? What makes this like the first evil? Yeah. What the first one? The one that came before, presumably all the old ones, because it's called the first one. Tried to again do something. <laughs> We're still not sure. Uber vampires. Who cares? Yeah. But anyways, how was that not the apocalypse? I don't know. I don't know. Good times. Good times. Michaela, do we have a teeth review for this episode? We don't. Boo. It's very sad. Thumbs down. Thumbs up. down. This episode is highly rated. Really? Like, on, on IMDb, yes. Check the other... 60 out of 110, which feels a lot more reasonable. That's more reasonable. Yeah, on IMDb, I think it was like... Let's see. Uh, 8.9 out of 10, which is insanity. Like, 60? Sure. Yeah. Like, firmly in the bottom half. Yeah. I get that. You know? And yeah, it's... Again, not a lot really happens. So many episodes where not a lot really happens. <laughs> yeah what do we got coming up next time so i have concerns okay oh i'm concerned that this might be the last episode of this podcast after i read you this we'll see (laughs) parents bring their son to wolfman heart to try to make sense of his superhuman abilities team angel wants their assistance but angel refuses because it's his son connor in person to see just like the, the disbelief on your face <laughs> 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 
And while there, <laughs> Connor falls deeply in love with a beautiful woman he sees named Eve. <laughs> Can you imagine? <clears throat> of course. Of course we have to have a Connor episode, right? At one point... Because I, we had a Cordelia episode. At one point I did promise you that you would never have to watch an episode that contained Connor. And that was a lie. So I apologize for that. Marshall guarantee. Marshall guarantee. Oh, it's worth nothing. Yeah. So here we are. In a way, it does make sense. Yeah, like you said, we had the Cordelia episode. And, like, we've brought up Connor a number of times. Not recently, but at the beginning of the season, Angel was frequently like, Well, I did have that son that one time. I'm sad about sons. Why is it not in the first half of the season? Why is it now? Episode 18? It's a great question. (laughs) 18 of 22. Means we don't have a lot left. Feels like a reptile boy to me. We got five episodes left. Mm-hmm. And one of those five, fully 20% of them, are Connor containing episodes. <laughs> I mean, based on what I just read to you, I would call this a Connor centric episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I just need a second. I mean, you've got like a week, so hopefully <laughs> you'll come to terms with it in that you time. Know, hopefully I can forget. Hopefully, oh my God, <laughs> hopefully time steals the memory from me. I don't know that this one is forgettable. <laughs> this one doesn't seem forgettable. No. Wow. <laughs> Maybe that'll be next time Maybe. on Welcome to El Angel. <laughs> Who's to say? Maybe it won't. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if we did that episode and it turned into a lost episode? Oh, boy. Having to do that again? Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. You don't seem to remember a lot about this. You forgot no. that Connor would be coming back. I did. So that's exciting, too. Like, yeah. do you have similar opinions to me? What What are you feeling right now? Like, in a way, I feel that... Have we ever experienced the television show Angel if we've never experienced Connor? Probably not. <laughs> Perhaps not. Maybe he is important in his own way. (laughs) And like, I will say that with him showing up in this way, you know, this is the Connor who's had like a good life, right? Mm, Yeah. So he's not going to be anywhere near as shitty as he was. He's like, he's in some sort of percentile, some sort of high percentile. (laughs) I forget. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) He's really smart. Yeah. Going to college. He's still going to be that actor, though, and I feel like that's what people a lot of the time are picking up on when they really hate a character. I mean, he was on Mad Men the whole time, so he can't be bad, Oh, right? Sure. He's got to be okay at acting. (laughs) I'm just like, oh yeah, I've watched a season and a half of Mad Men. He's Pete. Yeah, he's one of the... Mad Men. He's one of the generic white male characters who dress identically and have the same hairstyle. And I mean... if it's not John Hamm, can you pick them apart? No. Season one, like, it's John Hamm, it's his boss, mm-hmm. and, and everyone then else. everyone else. Yeah. And they try to, like, give them some characterization, but it's, like, one line of characterization apiece yeah. for an entire season. Yeah. And you're like, wow, you really didn't give a shit about these people, did you? No, it's all about John Hamm. It really is. I mean, I don't blame them. No. You know? Anyways, we so Connor. Yeah. Woo! Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, you reacted about the way that I expected you to. (laughs) What's the episode called? Origin. (laughs) All right. Woo!
Come back next time for Angel Season 5, Oranges. Oh, good. Yeah. Orange glad you get to see Connor. <laughs> Until then, regular places, Facebook, etc. Yeah. Beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Until next time. See, see you, you later, later LA Gator. Gator. Hellmouth. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Hellmouth.